Oh my god, your poor dad. I'm telling you, I swear the whole bit was. We'll ask the listeners, okay? Yeah. All right, guys. Talking about. Welcome back to your poor dad. You can't choose your sisters, but you can choose your podcast. So thank you for joining us and being the fourth Brant sister. Welcome back, baby. Um, so you know, usually Bailey says this, but and usually Bailey's the talker of the podcast. Yeah, Bailey's usually so chatty, but this week is going to be a little different because she doesn't have a voice. No, I'm on vocal rest now, so I'm gonna. I know we really need you to be on vocal rest for your big shows that you have coming up. I hope you guys can pull your weight this week. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, honestly, your voice is kind of paining. Like it's like, it's the sound of it is stressful because like it sounds like you're in pain no it sounds like have gargled those cheese graters this morning (laughs) no it sounds like she's got some sticky sticky shoes i wish that's what i sounded like i it's there's no good in it so she's not gonna be really talking that much but you know what we were just talking about is that she remind her voice reminds me of that commercial from the 90s and i don't know if our listeners will remember this but it was one of those like dare and like d-a-r-e drug abuse resistance education right and it's like to teach you not to smoke and the lady's like she's like (laughs) and then she's like literally like gasping for air out of a hole out of the base of her throat because well, it starts with just the way just her talking yeah and then you're, and just you're like, like why is she talking like that you're like what's about to happen like just okay so picture bailey's voice right now and then like picture like the camera like panning like away and then it reveals a tiny hole at the base of her throat that is just like that's her air or i don't know is it her air yeah it's her That's air. Her air. It's her but she's like speech. Sw- she's like swallowing. Like everything looks painful. And then what does she do with that? And like so you you're getting the vibe like, okay, wow, smoking did this to this woman. Then she takes a cigarette <laughs> and places it to the tiny esophageal hole at the base of her throat and she smokes out of it. And you know what? I've never I've I've actually never smoked a cigarette. Yeah, no desire to smoke a cigarette. But we were just saying like do you think they were kind of lying about that? Because like, have you ever seen a person ever that had that besides that lady? I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they were not lying. Okay. But exaggerating? I think it was, I think it was terrifying. I, I think don't think it, that was just from no, smoking. I think that it is one extreme of what can happen if you smoke. Obviously. It's like um, one in a billion chance. I don't know. They're like one in a billion. It could still happen. Here's the thing. Just because I watch Grey's Anatomy does not mean I'm a doctor. So I don't know how no, common Grey's, that is. Grey's Anatomy is literally the worst example to bring up because like Grey's Anatomy will show you a disease that is like happened like one time in like the last 100 years. And they're like, yeah, we can get that to like, Oh yeah, actually in medical school, like no oh. one, no one else in the entire United States and world can get this tumor. <laughs> but guess what? Derek Shepard. Guess what? Derek Shepard is the only person that's ever been trained on this one. Which tumor. actually speaking of Derek Shepard, did you know that he's the sexiest man alive? Yeah. And Isn't that random. Well, cause it's like corrupt. Sexiest man alive is corrupt. I'm sorry. Out of this year, in our, the year of our Lord, 2023, Derek fucking Shepard. Well, so that's why, so the Who only thing I, I don't <laughs> know, decides. but the only thing that I people, know of, he literally is, people magazine. He, there's a scary movie that's coming out called Thanksgiving right. that he's in. That's the only reason that has to it's like well, okay so who, let's be honest who makes thanksgiving it has to be the same people that vote for sexiest man alive well i don't think let's be honest nobody's voting for sexiest man alive because Derek shepherd was not the man of the year 
He's a very attractive man. No, of course he is. But, but like, like you, I would expect him in his heyday of Grey's Anatomy. No, like he should have been sexiest man alive literally in 2004. And I'm not saying he's not still sexy. It's just like the sexiest man the relevant, alive. The relevancy. It should be a relevant thing. And like, yes, I guess you can say like he has a scary movie coming out. But like, but it's, but it's that's not, not like the relevant. movie of the year. And it hasn't come out yet. And like, if we're being honest, like Travis Kelsey should probably have gotten it this year. Well, or I don't know when voting happens like if it would have happened before Let's, the travis kelsey of it all Pe- pedro pascal we probably were watching the same instagram story because you're we're literally just both regurgitating the things that were oh my gosh the- that's funny because um that means my friend watched that instagram story because who was it? who what friend is it patrick uh, does he follow no he probably doesn't follow liz i don't think so he he gave me like five other <laughs> five other guys that make more sense then, and I'm and this is not to say that Patrick Dempsey is not he's a so attractive. very sexy man. It was but he's not the sexiest man alive of 2023 because I think that it should go down to like it's almost like man of the year. You know what I mean? Sure. Like it should be like man of the year, like who's having the year. And also, like, don't you think it's like it's 2023? Like, do we still need sexiest man alive? Like, come on. Yeah. Anyways. Anywho, yeah. So cheers to him, I guess. Also, what is the most like what from Grey's Anatomy do you remember the most? Because well, like you know that we're rewatching it, right? And I remember everything. Paige doesn't know one thing that has ever happened on that. It's show. almost like I'm watching it for the first okay, time. Okay, so for me, like the two things that like my Roman Empire for Grey's Anatomy by far is the girl who gets in the um, boat accident and they can't um, figure out who she is because she her face is like literally swollen so much, and then the doctor falls in love with her, Rebecca. And it's um, Eva. It's Esme. It's Esme. Yeah. yeah. So that's my Roman Empire from Grey's. But that's not even a good one. I know there's like no, that's really. A, that is a good one. But like I know there's like a lot of like each episode there's like a very specific little thing where somebody's like having like some like little pain in their shoulder and it turns out like oh thank God the doctors found it because she had uh, cancer that was about to blow up the hospital or something. Yeah. I think for me the, the top things for Grey's were meredith drowning same episode as same yeah. same episode yeah. um the shooting and the plane crash and i'll tell you what here's the thing that bailey really because we, we finally just recently got to the plane crash episode which i've been waiting for because i thought it happened a lot sooner than it did and so what what season eight, eight? okay i don't go that far so any, it's crazy so, how i remembered i thought that i stopped watching before eight but i'm still going so I was waiting for it. We finally get there and I'm, it's giving me everything that I was waiting for. I'm, I'm, cr- I'm sobbing because Meredith's half sister, spoiler alert. And we know that she, she's... she dies. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I so I am in the moment. I am, I am watching Meredith's sister die for the first time and I'm sobbing. When I say <laughs> sobbing, I am like, <laughs> like I'm sobbing and Bailey, here's the thing that Bailey says, takes me out of my moment she's like because as this girl's dying she says please tell my dad that i love him and please tell meredith that i love her and bailey goes what about her other sisters because she, she has up with two other sisters her whole life she met meredith like a year ago when she was like 24 and so she had these two other sisters that she grew up with and i never even thought about that and bailey goes what about the other sisters and then it took me out of my crying moment and i was like 
what about yeah, the other about sisters? Them? Anyways, justice for those other sisters. I know. Like, please, you're dying and you think of Meredith Grey. Like, Meredith Grey is the equivalent of, like, Carrie Bradshaw. She's the most annoying. No, honestly. And the reason Meredith wasn't there for her to say it was because she had to go find Derek. So, of like, course. she died alone. Of course. No, really. Meredith Grey is no, Carrie Bradshaw. No, the reason she's not is because every single person on Grey's Anatomy is the most annoying person that's ever existed. I don't know why the characters, I mean, not the characters, why the writers made every single character so annoying. Because they did not do that with Sex in the City. Carrie was the main one that was annoying. Well, they all were a little annoying, but it's like it appealed to women a little more. Hey, can you, we're trying to record a podcast. Okay, so anyways, Meredith Grey equal to Carrie Bradshaw. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, they're both, like, are so annoying. They're both, like, the main character, and they both are, like, obsessed with a man who, like, is so wishy-washy. They're both, like, stuck in eternal situationships. Maybe that's why our generation is obsessed with situationships, because, like, that's all, that's what, like, our, we've seen. Yeah. Well, and as Jesus, I'm... Spilled all over I know, I saw that. Oh, shit. And as I'm re-watching, I'm like, why did everyone ship Meredith and Derek together? They were so awful to each other. And right. he was so awful to her. And, and he we was were, married. And we were supposed to be like, oh, end game. I mean, thank God they were until, you know. It's Shonda Rhimes. Anyways. Um, also, have you guys ever seen Scandal? It's I an, actually haven't. But Scandal's I, really good. I know that I would love that. Scandal's really good. Um, you Have you seen Nip Tuck? No. If we're talking about dated shows that I watched when they were coming out. Nip Tuck is really good, but it might be a little too edgy for you guys because you guys are kind of like, I feel like you guys have, you know what your taste is? I think I could handle the edge now. Your, Your taste I can only describe as like, like late 2000s, um, like Christian girlies. It's like a nice glass of cold milk. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) exactly. Like you guys like give like Christian girl autumn. But you know why, right? Why? Because I cannot handle the anxiety of a new show. Like, that's why. What about, I, like, the OC? I I did, but this, the problem is the OC is new to me because I never watched it when it was out. So I'm up to season four of the OC, and I think there's, there's only, only five. Four seasons. I was going to say, oh, I thought there was only five. No, there's four. Then I just need to finish it because I'm... Well, no, you don't really need to bother with the fourth season because Marissa's not on there. But it, it that took me just as long because it's new to me. I like having a show that I already know that's just on because we'll watch it, but we'll also like watch it while we're doing other things. You don't that's know why I one the damn thing that happened in Grey's Anatomy. What? Even when we're watching, you're like, I don't know who Brooks is. It's probably a firefighter. He yeah. was one of the main characters. Your voice is like giving me pain. I know. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Anyways, what else is going on, Paige? <laughs> okay. Well, I read Brittany's book. Oh, how was it? I read the whole thing. And guess what? <laughs> you were either like reading a whole book in like one week or you're or like not reading. I'm ever. not reading for two years. <laughs> I'll be honest, that's probably... Okay, so what do you think? Give us the highlights. Okay, I actually have some notes because overall, I just have to say, it was so sad. That's what everyone's saying. And your wine, you are like literally... Te- <laughs> it keeps like flying well, all I over you. I spilled it all over myself. The, the highlights of my notes... 
it's just really sad. It's honestly heartbreaking how much she loved and still loves Justin. You think she still loves him? Jade. Jade. What? She said he went to see her in Kentwood after they break up after the whole Crimea river thing. She's not doing well. She goes to Kentwood, blah, 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 whatever. Jade, he writes her a letter, but he frames it. I heard this. And she still has it under her bed. That needs to go into a museum. And imagine the, how the much last, that's worth. The last words are, I can't breathe without you. He said that? Yes. He wrote the last sentence of that letter that he framed is I can't breathe without you. So what the fuck? And she still has it under her bed. That is honestly heartbreaking. No well, wonder she's still in love with him because the last words of that fucking letter are I can't breathe without you. Okay. So do you guys remember there was this documentary that came out on Britney in 2008 and apparently it's been scrubbed from the internet, but this is like, if you're a true Britney fan, like, you know, that thing back to forward. And in that, she said that she was way more like fucked up from Kevin, but I think she had a more of a heartbreak with Justin. I, I think that it seemed you have something to say. I was going to say, I feel like a part of her like died with yeah. him and she like wasn't able to move past it. Like her childhood or innocence, like everything was just well, gone. But I, thing- I'm not trying to be a bitch, but I think it's really hard to listen to you. Do you want me to leave? No, 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 no. no. no you're, I think you're fine. Okay. As one third of this podcast, I totally think you're fine. Okay. I think that <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. I though. know, but I I can't sit here and just be quiet. I would rather leave. I know, but can you like like try to whisper? Use a, because the, no, I said like, that and you said like no. Taking like like can a you whisper. like talk like this? No. Okay. I think you're fine. Okay, you're fine. Um, <laughs> but the thing about the whole innocence was she lost her virginity at 14, and which was wild to me. But she, in the book, was like. Yeah, I did. I never said that I was this virgin girl. That was the image that, you know, her, I don't remember if it was her team, her team, it was her team that, you know, and she's like, okay, whatever. Um, but I, I agree with you that like a big part of her died because the other thing, Jade, did you know that when they were on the, the Mickey Mouse Club, um, her grandma, her mom's mom mm-hmm. died. They did not have enough money and Justin's mom paid for their plane tickets to go to the funeral. Like this was, and she, and then years later when they're dating, she said that Justin's home, like his family, like that's where she would go for the holidays. Like that, that was home. Like yeah. that was what she, so it's like this relationship, this family that she would go to, like that was her comfort. Yeah. And then it was taken away. So I think Bailey's right. A part of her died, and then I think she was kind of like searching grasping. for another family, yeah. and that's why she jumped into K Fed. Yes, my hairstylist thinks that K Fed was like a plant from the family. To, but I was like, the family didn't want her to marry Kevin. The family did not want her to marry Kevin, and I don't think I think if they wanted a plant, they, I mean, I think they planted plenty of men throughout the years to like date her, and I think that that's what it would look like a much more stable man but i don't think they would plant kevin i agree um a couple other highlights real quick besides the depressing stuff um what i loved i loved how obsessed she clearly still is with mariah carey because we're all so obsessed with her Mm -hmm. the way she talked about mariah carey she's like 
it's not Mariah, it's Mariah Carey. And yeah. when I got my picture with her, she had the lights. Like it was it was really cute to hear her and talk about that. You know what? Mariah Carey does not like any other celebrity. Like she is she is very um picky about who she likes and she loves Britney. Every celebrity loves Britney. And the last thing that I did not know, you might know, I don't I don't know. I did not know that she was offered a role in the movie Chicago. And I wish that because she said um, she would have been one of the women who kills a man and sings about it, a.k.a. He had it coming Pop, like boom, six, our six, freaking six. favorite song from that musical. And I'm like, if that would have been crazy, that would have been so amazing. I know. And she said that's her only big regret. Because didn't she say that Crossroads was like too hard on her because like she was like a method actor? Yeah. And then did you see on TikTok? Like, like as I'm sorry, but method actor, like like she was really reaching being that girl. No, but did you see on TikTok um, Taryn Manning? Yeah. Taryn Manning. She's like, Brittany, we had to shut down production because she broke out. <laughs> she had acne. She had acne all over her face. A little pizza face. That was wild. Taryn Manning reminds me of somebody and I can't put my finger on it. It's probably someone from our family. <laughs> probably. The very the last thing I'm going to say, the, the part that actually gave me chills was when her dad said, I'm Britney Spears now. I've heard her say that. And that shook me. Yeah, especially because he's such an evil person. And I think he has like evil running through his DNA. Like he comes from a line of evil. And you know what? On the Britney thing, I'm glad I took these notes because did you hear about Timbaland? What? He, he, hold on. Thank you. He made a comment and he said, Talking about Britney, she's going crazy, right? I wanted to call JT. Man, you got to put a muzzle on that girl. So he said that when earlier this week and today or last night, I guess, he went on TikTok Live with an apology. And his apology was sorry to Britney fans, even to her. Saying, he's like, you have a voice. You should be able to say what you want. You speak what you speak. I shouldn't be able to say that, like, what you can or not. I was like, how would you shut the fuck up, Timbaland? In what world did you think there wouldn't be backlash from Britney's fans? Do you live under a fucking or rock? Britney, Were or you any person put a, put a muzzle on that bitch? I, I don't know if he said bitch. He said that girl. That girl? Yeah. She's going crazy, right? I wanted to call JT. Shut. Man, you got to put a muzzle on that girl. Does, I feel like he's living like does Timbaland even know what year we're in but then also I thought it was really interesting I feel like that's such a big statement to like, make especially would, about Britney's memoir I feel like is pretty big right now right so well, maybe like a, he's coming at it from the lens of like being friends with Justin like hey Justin like you gotta because put a muzzle was, on he that he did girl. cry me a river so that's yeah. why it's like all resurfacing but like what's sorry say that again what was his take because there is no take there is no like i think that he, he's probably trying to say like oh wow britney is like putting justin's name in the press in a bad way so like hey justin you gotta call her and tell her to shut up basically is what he's saying and timbaland actually is the one that needs to shut the fuck up yeah that's just like embarrassing and then i don't know why something about the apology being on tiktok live is also embarrassing it's also so embarrassing like him to throw in oh and even to her 
sorry to her fans and i guess even to britney yeah yeah because someone sorry on her team that needs a muzzle is me i can't even someone talk. someone on his team was like you don't understand like how much people ride for britney like justin's like the wrong side of history to be on and i wonder what like justin's doing he's definitely laying low that's what which is the right thing to do for him right now i saw a headline but i didn't read the article so i don't know what to say but the headline was something like jessica beale and Justin Timberlake are having a hard time with all of these stories resurfacing from well here's my take and this is just you know going on vibes and I feel like I'm like I can read a vibe pretty well through Instagram and my take is that Justin is kind of aloof and I think Jessica Biel is like very into being Justin Timberlake's wife and I think Justin Timberlake's really into being Justin Timberlake like a fucking loser. And I think that like she is probably so annoyed because she'll never be as big of a deal as like Justin and Brittany. And yes, they have kids together. Yes. Like I'm, I'm putting women against women, but like, I just, I feel like it's still a thing. And I, I think he can say it's not a thing as, as, as much as he wants, but I just know it's a thing. I mean, it's obviously still a thing if she still has that framed letter under her bed. Well, wow, that is psychotic to frame a breakup letter that you're giving somebody. Right? That is truly like like psychotic. And the fact that and this is, you know what, Brittany's never had good taste in men and people are like, I think Justin's the only one that she liked that she that was like a good person, but like that right there just shows you she's literally on the floor crying having an abortion and he's playing the guitar singing. Well, and it made me sad because like from her view it's a nightmare from her view it's like justin's always been so good with his words and then he's like hey baby because i'm so good with my words i had them framed for you like that's weird that's weird that she like likes it well she was just in love think about all the things you liked when you were in love wait i feel like we need to talk about the other day how you like totally brought me like i i think i blocked out a lot of like the dumb shit i did (laughs) with um colorado And there was like, because there were so many times and so many signs of like, I shouldn't have been with them. And then like, like when you would book your flight on Southwest because you can cancel for free. No. So one of the times he was like, oh yeah, like come out, visit me. I'm like, okay. I booked my flight, like not even that far in advance. It was like three weeks. So I'm like, hey, I'm coming out in three weeks. Paige and Bailey had come out to California and I remember I was like sitting there and I was supposed to go out to Colorado the next week. And I like messaged him and I was like, Hey, are like, we still on? Because he just like stopped talking to me like that week, (laughs) like literally just that week. And then this is how much he would gaslight me. He was like, yeah, like we're, we haven't really been talking lately. So like, yeah, I kind of just assumed you weren't coming. Like Mm -hmm. I literally booked my flight like a week and a half ago, like (laughs) truly crazy. And then I was just like, like, so mortified my sisters are here and Paige was like what did you say to me I said something like why did you like why would you like why would you book your flight like why would you why would you go there if like no clearly like this isn't a thing no it wasn't that because like we weren't even to that point of our relationship yet where it's like why did you book the flight you were like that's like really bad that he did that and I was like that's why I booked Southwest oh yeah (laughs) 
you were like why like that's bad that he would cancel the flight on you and then me protecting him i was like that's why i booked southwest i can cancel for free i can cancel for for free he does this to me all the fucking time and i was like mm, that's like a fucking red flag that's like a big red flag yeah he would always gaslight me into thinking things like that were like normal <laughs> he was like yeah we like weren't talking i'm like oh for like a few days oh okay yeah i just like assumed you weren't coming yeah oh i don't know why you assumed that when you knew i booked my flight yeah like i was like literally in the cow thank you um yeah speaking of exes did you know it's my like five-year divorce lorette anniversary oh yeah isn't that crazy how does that feel it feels wild because like first of all it was it was crazy because like i am 35 right now and five years ago i was 30 and that it feels like i am like what that is math but it's like but it feels like i am 30 now like when people like ask me how old i am i'm like i'm 30 but like i'm not i'm 35 it's it's weird to think about that though like you know when you like think you're like oh yeah 30 wasn't that long ago well for me it wasn't for me too well you're not even 30 squeaky for you it's funny <laughs> i know we can call her weeza weeza oh, but it's wild because i um so i was listening to the mean girl podcast and alex bennett just said that she just kind of announced that her and her husband have like parted ways and she's 30 and i was like <gasps> i sent her a little message and i was like hey I just want to let you know that I went through same, same. a divorce at 30 and it is like the most scary, but like free and happy and terrifying. It literally feels like you're free falling while you're learning to build a pair or like pack a parachute. Like it's so crazy, but like you have made the right decision and like, you know, sending you love and I, you know, strength and everything, even though you don't need it, blah, blah, blah. But it's just so like, I don't know why, like, this last like few weeks it's been coming up i'm like oh wow like that was like a time yeah i think also because we got in a fight I, we kind of got in a fight with mom about it the other day oh mom was being so annoying okay first of all first of all mom we love you we love you <laughs> but this is a podcast to talk about our feelings and um I think one of the things that like really bothered me when I was going through my divorce is like everyone's expectations of like how I should handle it. Mm -hmm. And mom was one of those people who was always like anticipating a breakdown and almost like, like, but, why aren't you breaking down? Well, and to be fair, I think we were all, we were all anticipating some kind of breakdown at some point. Mm -hmm. And I think what was hard for us to realize is that you had been going the divorce was was had started so much earlier for you than yeah. it did for us so we were like wow this is so much all at once kind of yeah. thing she's any normal person would have a breakdown so we, that's what we were expecting for you but for you you had been dealing with it little piece by little piece for so long i think that's why you didn't yeah a hundred percent and so the reason why mom and I, I don't know if Paige filled you in, the no. reason why mom and I got into it is because we were talking about how when I first came out to Austin, when Paige was dating Tyson, and I was staying with you and your ex, and we had gone out that night and we came back, 
And I was like, I do not like Tyson at all. And your ex was like, I fucking hate him too. And your ex is like, such a like nice fun guy like would never say anything like that so for him to say that I was like okay like at least I know I'm not being dramatic like there's like other people are seeing what I'm seeing so then when I told mom I was like hey I'm feeling some type of way about Tyson mom's response to that instead of being like oh really like what are you feeling? She's like, there are things I don't like about you or Bailey's boyfriends. And I was like, oh, well, at this point, like, it's very clear my ex is like, or my then <laughs> partner was a raging addict. So it's like, oh, wh- what don't you like about mine? No, but the point is that wasn't the point. You yeah, know? Like, like that wasn't the point. It wasn't like in mom. It was like, well, I thought that you were trying to like throw like us off of like talking about you for once and like bringing like attention to oh sorry throw off the scent yeah like bring attention to Paige but I was like there was like my problems were so big there was literally nothing I could do to like throw it at attention like that to another sister and that's not really my vibe anyways so it's like it was just like a very like strange so then we just started talking about my ex um husband and mom was like saying things like well i didn't like him even before i knew he was an addict and i was what? like oh, i love when people tell me that yeah i've i've never liked him i did well i'm like wow that that's news to me because like well i did and it it took him a lot of a lot of fuck-ups for me to finally be like fuck okay you, you're just gonna <laughs> you're keep like, lying wow. you lied again <laughs> i fell for it all right yeah but if you do it a fourth time, damn it, you did. Oh, you did it again. Well, shit. Guess what? Now? One more chance. No, now you can't come back from it. Yeah. Because I was the one that was on your side. Yeah. That was... So it's just interesting. And like the thing that I've learned is that I think why I felt so much at peace during that like divorce time is that I truly could not think about like... First of all, when I'm done, I'm done. Like how you were with him, it was like wow, this is actually the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, I finally found the like, meaning in that. Once that straw has broken, you cannot yeah, repair I was like, it. Oh, now I'm ready. Because, like, I'd always be like, okay, when is it time to leave? Like, when is it time? And it was like, oh, this is actually the time. And then also, it was so scary that, like, I had to take it day by day. Yeah. So, like, it was, like, so peaceful having, like, the day by day thing. Because, like, I, I truly did not know what was going to happen tomorrow the next week the next 30 days the next five years so i was like nothing's gonna be worse than this truly surely right things did get worse but you know (laughs) then they got better and now here we are now here we are in austin texas here we are and then you just like kind of sit there one day and you're like 35 you're like fuck 30 i was like living in newport and like i got divorced like that's so strange to think about why did you mom fight about it now though well because like I, why what we we fight about everything that from our past over and over and over and over again the thing that i don't understand why the fight was because it was like I, because for i think the the biggest difference of the the main thing for the continued fight was jade saying i don't like tyson and then instead of mom just like taking that information in and being like, oh, OK, it, it was like the well, there are things that I don't like about your boyfriend and your boyfriend. And it's like, OK, 
but like that's not what I'm saying right now so it's like so I think the problem is that Jade didn't feel heard and then I think on the flip side I think the reason mom deflected like that is because I think mom felt like she should have seen she should have seen the same thing and stepped in sooner or something like I think she oh, feels she that in the moment well she also feels the need to like explain where she's coming I'm saying from. that's why the fighting was still happening because like she like because she feels like because that was said in the moment and now knowing like what we know about you know Tyson's abuse um <laughs> like I think she feels like she you know what I mean just like a like she feels guilty bad. or something she feels but it's guilty not, it's not her fault it's not anyone's fault like literally though it's no one's i was keeping fault. it a secret for a whole but then, for a reason no but she did say something that was kind of crazy when she was like well i expected you both would tell me the truth about like your ex using drugs and your ex being abusive and, and I, was I was like, like literally that was the whole point of not telling you like i was <laughs> i was very actively trying to keep that a secret from everybody in and my i was life. like okay and also like I didn't even know he was using drugs. So it wasn't like I was like lying to you. He was lying to literally all of us. Do you remember when you called me and you were like, hey, like what would a suicide note sound like? (laughs) And I was like, let me tell you. And I was like, let me read this note to you. And you're like, yep, that's a suicide note. I was like, but he just wants attention. Yeah. (laughs) I I still think he kind of wanted to. Here's the thing though. Um, Suicide's real. And maybe we should tell a story about that one day. Yeah. And we will. (laughs) Teaser. teaser and that one's we're, like a we're not making one. fun um no. i have mental health issues here's, so it's okay. okay so here's the thing about us like this stuff is very very real and we take it very very seriously but like also if you cannot laugh through the pain then you are just gonna be a miserable little wench and we're and not gonna laugh through about other people's pain this is like we're talking about well yes yeah, we're right only now. gonna laugh about we, our pain yeah. like, and because i'm telling them we're not talking about other people this yeah like here. yeah we, and i've been through therapy so like i can laugh about that and that's what i think i like about this podcast is like i think that is the beauty of having sisters is that you can come to your sister and it's like you laugh you can, about the silly things well it's like because life is funny it's like oh my god Wait, like did you see that tiktok about the two girls who they're like our mom died last year and these are all the things that we wish we could admit to her and one of them's like i crashed a car or no she's like i didn't know what car insurance was yeah and she was like and then we didn't know that we had to file your taxes (laughs) (laughs) and that's like the stuff where it's like that's the beauty of this podcast so if you write into us with your problems it's like yes we are gonna support you and then we can all like laugh about it because i feel like laughing about it also like gives the situation less like gravity it it makes it more like oh wow i can tackle this yeah like talking about like you're you know dealing with somebody who like truly is trying to like kill themselves every single day with drugs like that is not a funny thing but now we can talk about it like and like you know whoo we got through that we like, got through fuck. it um should i should switch we... the tone to something a little lighter <laughs> sure but still laughing at it is this okay to talk about i think so well we did i always think about like things in tiktok and i'm like okay well we cannot talk about that on tiktok because like you need maybe i'll put a trigger warning in our show notes so just people like trigger warning and like addiction hotline trigger warning addiction hotline suicide hotline um mom sorry love you but i mean we we have to talk about things that are like real to us or then what is this for and that's how we get through it yeah um sharp left sharp left guys what's here's here's something we 
during our hiatus that we took, something happened to me that I just need to share with the sisters because here's the thing. Do we know it? You guys know it, but I haven't talked about it on the podcast because we're, you know, we're just now back. Um, and the reason I'm telling this story, it's your favorite story to tell. And the reason I'm telling it is because it is so freaking funny. However, it's also so embarrassing. And I'm saying, because like, I'm, I don't regret doing it. So I want all of you girls out there to, to feel confident to shoot your shot because this is the story of when I shot my shot and I got shot down. Okay. So I don't even know how many weeks ago now I was with my friends. We were doing this putt putt bar crawl kind of thing. So on the East side, there were several bars that were involved. They would create, each bar would create their own little, their whole hole in one. And then if you got a hole in one, you would get a drink ticket and you would get a free drink, whatever. So we were, we were kind of going through, we're already running behind. So me and the people that I was with, there was my two best friends that are married. And then these two other guys, one guy I have a low key crush on and the other guy just meeting him for the first time what low-key crush well lo- like <laughs> low-key crush like he doesn't know i mean he probably does well he doesn't well, know he doesn't know but like my my friends who are married like they for sure know that's you know why they invited me anyways um we had already decided that okay we're running behind we just need to like putt and go putt and go whatever well we did not anticipate that me and my other friend were gonna both get hole in ones at this one bar so we get these drink tickets and the guy who I have the crush on, he says, okay, since we're not trying to get a drink here at this bar, you should give that drink ticket to the cutest guy in the bar. <laughs> and so I take my little drink ticket and I put it in his shirt pocket. And at first <coughs> he seems a little confused. So he takes it out and he goes, no, like give it to the guy you think is the cutest in the bar. And I take it back. I put it back in Jesus and I say, <laughs> and I say, I just did really not i shot my shot i freaking doubled down and he says he takes it back out he goes oh no not me (laughs) and i said okay and i grab it and i kind of turn around and thankfully you took the hint i I took the hint (laughs) my my the my guy friend he looks at me he's the other one that had the drink ticket he goes shot i'm like yep let's go and i'm just so glad that my girlfriend was standing right there the whole time because like, did this really happen? It did. Was it embarrassing? It was so embarrassing. And you know what? I just took a little shot. I shook it off and we were together for the rest of the night. And you know, <laughs> and now I know for a fact that he we doesn't are like you? just going to be friends. Yeah. He has no desire to ever be anything more than friends. And you know what? I think it's great to shoot your shot, even if you get turned down. So don't be afraid. That's not going to stop me from shooting my shot the next time I want to. I like that. It's inspirational. Inspir- well, because it could have gone one or two, one of two ways. And it went one way. And it went the other way. I thought we would at least make out. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I thought this was going to end in a make out. And well, and the thing about that left. is that you don't know what is going on in his life. Like, you don't know, maybe he has a crush on another girl that you don't know about. Like, so it's really not personal. And I think like rejection so hard 
in that way when you're like dating because you think it's like wow like i'm this i'm i'm to this i'm to that i'm like whatever but it's it could be something that's like not even about you fair but i will say if anyone ever did that to me i would definitely let them down in such a better way like you would have been like ew no what's in the friend group not if it yeah not if it's okay. the friend group and if we're in per if we're in so person, how would you have let them know? i probably would have been like oh my gosh like you're so sweet like let's go get a drink and then we don't and then we're with the group so i feel comfortable and it's like we're having a good time and then after that night if i'm asked on a date i'm like i just see you more as a friend okay that's because fair. like what i am thankful thankfully it was like my friends like if i didn't know sam as well and if she just saw me get <laughs> shot all the way down as shot, hard you as were I like did. you're on the floor already and he's yeah. like one more it's for good measure <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like double shot like <laughs> that was good i wish your voice was a little better so people <laughs> because even she was like a little shocked she was like oh shit like she had to like shake it off well, like it's okay. like it's kind of like no offense not to like put a little salt in the wound but like it's kind of rare to get shot down like that like because it it should have been just like a fun little make out or just like a that's why i think he had somebody let's just else. go get a drink <laughs> like literally like if you don't want to make out with me that's totally fine like let's just oh my gosh like you're so sweet like let's go get a drink okay so everyone knows like when there's a couple and then there's one of them invites a guy friend and one of them invites a girlfriend there were two guys well, one girl well so if there's a couple and then like two guys one girl then it's the duty of that girl and those guys to flirt the whole time like it's it just keeps the vibe up that's why the couple invited you they their lives are a little boring they need to see some action and he just shot you down did you start flirting with the friend no damn no i did not but so um, wait how's your dating are you on hinge oh, that's a good question technically technically i have a hinge yeah I'm not active on Hinge, but I need to be active on Why Hinge. Why aren't you dating? Because it's exhausting. You are, I feel like you have really turned into like a rigid just, little like It's girly. just so, I will say things are, they have turned a little bit. I all, I know which prompts are going to get certain responses and blah, blah, blah. And it's just annoying when i see the same responses every single time yeah i will say one of my prompts is don't hate me if i'm a swifty and oh those God. have gotten really funny because they're like don't hate me that i'm a chiefs fan or something it's like a little uh -huh. playful um but i just you know i need to i need to commit i think you need to like really commit to dating because here's yeah. here's the thing by next holiday season if you want a boyfriend you need to start now because like think about it if you start dating somebody like okay let's really you're not going to start like getting into the swing of dating again until probably january because this is kind of the worst time to date exactly so like let's say you start january you need to find somebody within the first three months of the year because then you need to nurture that lead so like you have january to march to find someone then you have april to let's say I'll, I'll give you June to nurture that lead and to lock it down because then by that time, then summer happens and everyone is just like miserable 
here in summer. It's miserable in Austin in summer. So then if you don't nurture that lead and lock it down by summer, then everyone's like kind of like floundering. They're getting the fuck out of here. They're going to Europe. They're going to Michigan to go to a lake house. And then by August in September, when everyone gets back, then it's like ACL, then it's F1. And now you're in November. Not to get you like unnecessary like anxiety, but. I disagree with all of that. I will try to find some leads to put in the queue to nurture. Yeah, like put it in the Salesforce. I'll, I'll um, put some some peeps in the pipeline. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. And yeah, then, put some peeps in the pipeline. Put some peeps you know in I mean. the pipeline and then... <laughs> Lay and down then, the pipe. And then forecast who I think is going to close the deal. Yeah, I think so. All right, well, um, you're obviously not going to read any listener stories, but do you want us to read one, two, three? I have something for you to read. Okay. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. This is a listener story. Oh, God. (laughs) Is it? Jade's lack of (laughs) self-awareness is exhausting. Did you write that? Wait, should I read it? There was only like, I mean, there's more, but that one was funny. Wow. Aaron E-E-C-R-J. Five stars, though. Still five stars. Thank Wait, you. The, the title is still five stars. You know what? And you know You're what? You're welcome. I appreciate you. I feel like I do. Wait, I'm going to read it? That's literally what it says. That's what it says. Oh. Um, I love that. And the then people were upset thing. about the long gaps. Sorry. The show feels like you're sitting in a room with your best friends slash sisters. Always makes me crack up. Jade should practice reading. Jade sounds really kind of thin. You mean to crack me? this is i feel like you guys are writing these jade sounds really condescending when reading the questions in this last episode what is the tone she uses when reading lol otherwise do love and very much enjoy this podcast and the sister banter thank you that was also five stars also five stars and also Guys, also, you should keep you should keep giving us five stars and and saying, on me and saying whatever you want about any one of us. Wow, I'm an era revived Swifty. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, I never read these. Um, interesting. Top ATX sister pod. Thank you. You're not wrong. That is hilarious. Well. Jade drives me crazy, so I guess that makes me a page. Wow. You guys are fucking ruthless. You know what? They're sisters. They're sisters. Honestly, I feel like our listeners are like like a collective middle sister. Like, I feel I like they're always that. like they're always like checking me. Like well, they still like like the podcast, thank God. But well, like, because like we love you, but like sometimes you need to be checked. I feel like I have self-awareness. Like I know I'm being annoying, but I'm also like with my sisters. If I was on any other podcast, I'd be so different because I'm like not wonder, talking to my sisters. I wonder what us three would be like on any other podcast because we would like, we'd be so polite. I know. And, we'd be so nice and like good. Like, and, like articulate. Oh, wow. What a good point, Jade. Oh, I came yes. prepared. Tell them the lovely thing that you said the other day, Jade. Like, yeah. we would be so complimentary of each other. Yeah. Well, we actually do have some podcasts that we did with guests, and we are like that. 
True, but that's when like if we're going on someone else's I was gonna podcast, say that's when they've been on out. Like if we were on someone else's podcast, like I can't even imagine. Imagine the manners. Wow. So I'm sorry that everyone hates me, and okay, I'll work on it. So we're not gonna read any listener. I think we have. We're like out of time. Okay, that's fine. I just have to say one thing. What or ask you a question about one thing? Don't you think it's Sorry, it's about Taylor Swift. Can I say that? <laughs> sure. Okay. Do we... Don't you think that Kim K needs to stop? Doing what? Being so losery. Why is she being losery? You know that her um, skims in... What's it called? Swarovski? You know that was inspired by... The whole thing was inspired by Taylor's Page, bejeweled... you being crazy. That's not me no, being... That's a fact. Swarovski was... That's a insp- fact. I think that, like, you need to calm down. No, they said that collaboration was inspired by Taylor Swift's, like, necklace from the Bejeweled video when she was with, like, uh, what's her name? Dita Von Dita Von I was going to say, but why Dita is Dita that him being losery? Like, you don't because know. Because she, wa- she always, she's been mentioning or leaving little, like, <laughs> hints to Taylor Swift for the past year. And it's like, honey, this friendship is never going to mend. Let it go. I think it's mended. No, it's not. Behind the scenes. No, I think Taylor, out of sight, out of mind. No, I think that they've honestly made up behind the scenes. Why wasn't she at the Ares tour? Because if she came to the Ares tour, then they would have to address that they mended the situation. I think that it's like, okay, we're cool, but like publicly, like let's let it air out a little bit. You're, you, you have a mental illness sometimes with Taylor. Agreed. Okay. We just well, had to end on one little fight, a little spat. Yeah, just a little keep spit, keep it spicy, little spit spat. Um, All right, end it. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening <laughs> to another episode of Your Poor Dad. Please email us any stories, crazy stories, wild stories, advice that you have for us at yourpoordad at gmail.com. Also, please follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Your Poor Dad Pod. And what I really liked this episode is this little segment of Jade reading the reviews. Make sure that you leave a five-star review and then you can say whatever you want in the comments. And you know what? Maybe we'll start reading those. Interesting. And also, now more than ever, I need you guys to listen to me. Now more than ever, we need you to bring us more sisters because shit is going on, guys. And we have some great, exciting things behind the scenes. But none of that's going to happen unless we get more sisters, you know? So more sisters, more More sisters. More sisters. Bailey, anything? Nope. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.